Welcome to a new episode of Against the Fed. I am your host, Victor E. Cooper. discuss this issue of banking. The more things I discover, more more subtle subtleties, I should say. And um, it's, it seems as, as if I should have already had known Many of the subtleties that I come across. It's a deep eye opener because history um, is being set in context in my mind, and I begin to. I am. I am beginning to recognize where I, where I where I am from a historical perspective. Uh, This banking system is um, the establishment of such is based on Partisan politics, partisanship, and what is partisanship? Partisanship is one-sidedness, it's a favoritism, it's bigotry. Uh, We can find the word apartheid, it's an apartheid system against the original people of this this continent referred to as North America namely the United States the the politics of the banking system is based on partisanship and the government which calls itself the United States to some degree had sold the people out, sold sold the people, whether knowingly or unknowingly, sold the people into slavery, debt servitude, peonage. Because why would you, as a political official forfeit the right to create your own money the United States has has the constitutional right and the sovereign right to create his own money out of thin air to create fiat currency or to promulgate the usage of gold, silver, and copper like they had intended 
beforehand. This illegitimate government. Right? By by this illegitimate government. Which had usurped the land here that people were already on, enjoying their life, enjoying their culture, which I deemed to be my ancestors. Now that you're here, you will not even be fair with the people. Well, since when are tyrants fair? <laughs> Since when are tyrants fair? More to discuss shortly. devices of this banking system it's, it's falling upon themselves it's falling upon itself the chickens are coming home to roost the chickens are coming home to roost Some time ago, I was in need of some money. About a good $5,000, which is not a lot compared to the, the billions and billions of dollars that's in circulation. I couldn't even get a measly $5,000. I had uh, went to my bank that had failed, by the way, where a bank that had failed and it had been bought out. I went to this bank and asked for a $5,000 loan. And the person there, the person there, and by the way, I had to go to some place where People didn't look like me to go borrow this money. This, you know, from this banking system based on partisanship. So the woman there told me that I needed thirty thousand dollars in um, in assets to uh, borrow this five grand. Now, after looking at certain records, financial statements of different uh, banking firms, I can understand why. I really can. But these people create money out of thin air. Just create money out of thin air and, 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 and loan it to me. 
like you've been doing. I need the 30000 as collateral. So I told the woman, if I had $30,000, I would need this five. <laughs> right? If I had $30,000 in assets, right, I need, I need to put up some collateral, in other words. Well, well I, I, I did give you some collateral, banker. I want to let these bankers know. I want, I want to let these bankers know I, I, I have given collateral. My ancestors have given you bankers collateral. Our land. Huh? My ancestral land is collateral. You people had hoarded us, the, the original people of the land, into your cities and put us to work. Like that of Joseph and, 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 uh, and Pharaoh in the book of Genesis chapter 47. But we had really no choice, my, my ancestors that is, because the colonizer came and usurped the land through, military, through militarism and religion Right? Militarism and religion. And established its banking system upon us, and we can't even get a measly $5,000 loan because we don't have any collateral. You know, if that's not double speak, I don't know what double speak is. More to discuss. I want to discuss J.P. Morgan's financial issues. Organic people, the organic people of this land continent, this continent, uh, normally referred to as North America, namely the United States, and probably Canada, most likely Canada as well, and Mexico. But I'm speaking about the organic people that are already here, not the Spaniards and the French that came here. That many of them are probably still here, right? We have collateral, our land. We should be able to go to any bank and say, "Hey, we want ten thousand dollars. We want a hundred thousand dollars. No question asked." No question asked. You you people came here and through militarism and religion 
militarism and religion usurped the land, knocked us out, knocked out my ancestors, right? Knocked us out completely. And when we woke up from this <laughs> from this ass whooping, <laughs> we woke up with amnesia. <laughs> like what? Who am I? Who the hell am I? We're suffering from a lack of identity, a, a loss of identity. We don't even know who we are. We like, am I African American or, or am I organic to the land or am I Chinese or am I Indian or or am I Irish or who the hell am I and where am I from? I'm here to tell you, you're home. And that the out of Africa uh, narrative that we had been given is, a, is the biggest lie the devil has spun. Huh? The biggest lie the devil has spun saying that they took us out of Africa and brought us here and made slaves out of us. Where are the ships at? Where are the ships? And when it, when it comes to the slave castle, uh, some type of fort of some sort over there in Ghana, it's just one. You mean to tell me millions of, uh, of Africans came through this one fort? You know, all these fabrications, man, that we... Uh, had been indoctrinated with, so I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to believe any of that nonsense that's coming from uh, uh, any of them lies that's coming from the colonizer, coming from the, the usurper. Why the hell I should believe the usurper and his history? We need to second guess it. And look at reality. Reality is, I don't have any land. I got to pay rents and mortgages and fees and fines. When I drive down the street, I got to be pulled over the, by the police every now and then to be to be interrogated and intimidated because that guy got a pistol, and I don't want him to have a oops moment. You know what I mean? Oops, uh. I didn't realize he was a real American. <laughs> Sorry about that. I put 16 bullets in his back. at the records, the financial statements, rather, of J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, I had made a claim, a statement, saying that uh, 
a business cannot remain in the long term without uh, borrowing money. Without borrowing money. Uh, net income or net profits do not sustain the business in the, in the long run. It, it does not. It will, it, will, it will never. It will never, in my opinion. So, um, since J.P. Morgan is the leading bank, the top bank, if it isn't, then I'm not privy to that information. But what I have found out, J.P. Morgan is the top. Then next is Bank of America, then Citigroup, and on down the line. Uh, J.P. Morgan's debt, long-term debt, average over 10 years is, uh, okay, $2.43 trillion. So what I estimated started from over, uh, I think over 11 years, right over 11 years is $2.43, 2 $430 billion. And uh, that's their debt. Starting from 2011 to 2021, they came up with an average of $2.43 That's their debt. Now their equity, the stockholders' equity, I came up with a 11-year average of $243.67 billion, right? $243.67 billion. So the debt exceed the equity by a very large number amount. I would say about uh, maybe 98%. So what's it sustaining JP Morgan? Debt. Debt is debt to equity. You figure out the ratio. It's easy. Just divide two trillion, roughly two point forty three trillion by two hundred and forty three billion. You found out the ratio. Now, uh, that's you know, you only have to divide. Just look at it. They the long term debt is two point forty three trillion, and they only bring it in roughly. Uh, Two hundred and forty-three billion a year as as equity. That's the stockholders' equity. Debt sustains the corporation. Debt sustains the corporation. Okay, let's look at the the current. I looked at the current ratios. They fundamentally 
breaking even, but for the most part, I have a ten-year average on this, point uh, ninety-four. They shy of beating the current li- liabilities. They shy point ninety-four. It should be one or better. Well, it's point .94. See, it is, we have a debt-based economy. See, the, the, these banks borrow money from the central bank that created the money out of thin air in the first place. Right? The big, the big dogs... I really want to get into this. The big dogs go to the bigger dog called the Fed. They print money out of thin air and loan it to the big dogs, which is causing some type of uh, money supply expansion. Expansion of the money supply. End game is little Joe pays the price. More to discuss. Back to JP, uh, the current ratio. Uh, the current ratio, for those that do not know what's meant by current ratio, it's the ratio between current assets and current liabilities. It's a ratio. What are current assets? Current assets are like marketable securities inventory well not so much inventory uh, uh what's the word else uh, accounts receivables you know uh when you loan pe- people money on account loan security loan when you uh when pe- per- people purchase things on account from you let's say you got a business and they ain't got the money they get they get it on the layaway plan so on your records, you say, okay, this is an accounts receivable. At some point within this year, I'm going to get some money, right? So uh, from the, get some money from the sale of this this item because this person put it on layaway. I hope I was clear. So you got things like this of this nature, uh, current assets, those assets that uh, will. Uh, its value will mature within a year's time. Like um, certificates of deposits. They may be current, they may not. You know, if they pay within a year, it's a current asset. If if not, then it's a long-term asset. If they pay within 10 years or something like that, it's a long-term asset. So J.P. Morgan's uh, average current asset over a 10-year period it's about two trillion dollars, but their current liabilities is a little more than that. It's about two point one. Well, I got two point sixteen current liabilities. 
right? So those current assets, when they mature, and and cash is also current because it's it's the highest liquid liquidable asset. So you can use cash anytime. Right? So when the other assets mature, then you use that money to pay off your liabilities. So you got two million dollars in cash, two trillion dollars, excuse me, but you owe two trillion sixteen a hundred and sixty billion. You shy of breaking even. Right? You you are shy of breaking even. So the ratio is 0.94. The debt equity ratio deals with long-term debt. And the long-term debt exceed the revenues or the equity, I should say, by at least 98%. They have they have Hope I didn't lose my page here. They have an average over eleven year period two trillion four hundred and thirty billion dollars of long term debt on average. That's what they're maintaining. And they on and and on average they they have a stockholders equity. Uh, two hundred and forty-three billion dollars. Well, let's round it up. Two hundred and forty-four billion dollars. You know how many times you got to generate two hundred and forty-four billion dollars to pay off damn that two three three trillion dollars. So <laughs> this. <laughs> So I can't even get a goddamn, excuse me. I cannot even get a $5,000 loan. Huh? By the, by the big dogs and the bigger dog called the Fed create this goddamn money out of thin air and I can't even get $5,000 of it. But these big dogs, they got, they, they took our land. That's the whole point I'm trying to make here. They came here through militarism and using their religion and God knows what else. Knocked us out, laid us on our ass. When we woke up, we woke up with amnesia. We don't even know who we are. So we begin to, to get uh, 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 infiltrate, well not infiltrate in this system, absorbed in their system of banking and, and politics. We're trying to play their game. They cheat. I mean, they are cheating at the uh, at the highest levels of cheat cheativitism. <laughs> and I can't even get five thousand goddamn dollars that I was going to pay back. So I go to I, I go to the. Uh, I go, I go to the uh, loan shark, you know, the legal loan sharks that charge 99% on, 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 on a dollar. You borrow a thousand, you got to pay $1,500 back. I happened to borrow like 3000 because I had to go to, to two different ones. They got it set up like that because, you know, 
They don't want they don't want the small cheese to mess up the system. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> I mean, the greed of these people and the stinginess. This concludes another episode of Against the Fed. I'm your host, Victor E. Cooper.